Welcome to the Tim and James universe. History of sound. What's up, everybody? One half of the TGU here yet again with an exciting episode of History of Sound. And today, the focus is going to be on the Canadian extreme metal band, Strapping Young Lad. That's right, the famous one formed by Devin Townsend in way back in 1994. So I'm going to try and have this one not go as long as the last the last one I did and the one the buddy did. So let's just get right into this. So what is Strapping Young Lad? Well, as I said, it was formed by Devin Townsend in 1994. He was responsible for all of the songwriting and played most of the instruments on the first album, which was called Heavy as a Really Heavy Thing, which that initially came out in, it was uh, recorded in 1994, came out in April of 95. Uh, the label was Century Media. Um, a little bit of history about this. So the band started as a solo project for, for Devin Townsend after he got done working on Steve Vai's record uh, from 1993 called Sex and Religion, and then the two are after it. Um, it's one of the first things that he did that was kind of really in the public spotlight. There's actually a live performance with Steve Vai on, I think it's Jay Leno, um, where Devin was doing the vocals for the album. And to this day, a lot of people consider it to be one of Steve Vai's uh, best records. Uh, after a, after that, he had a brief stint as the touring guitarist for the band The Wild Hearts, and he he wasn't too fond of, I guess, I don't know if it's taking orders, but f- music is art, right? And so all great artists always kind of want to get their own vision out there. And he wasn't really doing that at the time. So he had kind of like a bad feel for the music industry. He called himself a musical whore, um, uh, spending the first five years of his career working at the behest of other people. He had... A call with Roadrunner Records, uh, they expressed interest in his demos and decided to sign him. But the, I guess, the head of the record of the of the label said uh, rescinded that offer and said, that "Whatever this is, it's just noise." Um, he also had a discussion with another label, and they turned it down. Uh, but eventually, Century Media came in and said, "Hey, we want you to make us some extreme albums." So Townsend agreed to a five album deal with the label and that is and the first album on that deal was heavy as a really heavy thing so let's go ahead and take a little glimpse here at a sample of the song S-Y-L here we go And there you go. So there, you, as you can see, a lot of the frustrations with the music industry uh, came out in that opening track for the album. Uh, it was pretty well received at the time. 
And for the majority of this, it was just him doing all the instruments, like I said. But when it came time for the second album, he decided to recruit some musicians to add to the lineup. So he added uh, Jed Simon on guitar, Byron Stroud on bass, and Gene Hoagland on drums. And that would be the lineup until the band eventually ended up calling it quits. So a rare time where band members don't really change. Uh, again, not not too common uh, these days when bands go as long as they do. But uh, moving right along, their second uh, album was called City, which I think this might this might be my personal favorite. Um, I do have a bit of a soft spot for Alien, which we'll get to a little bit later. But this one has a lot of good shit on it. Uh, it was recorded in July of 1996, came out February 11th, 1997. Uh, some very big heavy hitters on this album. Uh, track two, All Hail the New Flesh. Uh, oh My Fucking God, Detox. Triple uh, A, Underneath the Waves. A lot of good shit on here. Um, lots of really, really positive reviews. Uh, comes in just under 40 minutes, 39 and 22 seconds. 39 minutes, 22 seconds, that is. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and... Let's just jump right into de- into detox. This is this is probably my favorite strapping song, uh, for sure. So let's uh, get right into it. Here's detox. <laughs> God, it's just so good. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna skip ahead into further into the song. Let's see what else we got. Here's some more detox. God, that song. Is is just fantastic, and only kind of recently Devin started playing some old strapping songs live in his stuff, uh, which is really really fantastic. The thing with 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 strapping, it's kind of a weird history uh, for for Devin Townsend because again, a lot of it was based on just being really angry, um, and by the time the band was getting to the end of that five album deal, he kind of just wasn't anymore. Um, the drug habit that he had, had, he had, he had stopped it. Uh, I believe he's, I believe he was bipolar that he, um, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you ever really get rid of being bipolar, but, uh, at the time it was definitely, uh, being influenced by the, the drugs or alcohol he was doing, whatever it is. Um, so a lot of these albums, and by the time we get to the end, the last album, a very kind of different tone. Uh, but this was City. This is the first one with the full lineup, as it was. Um, Revolver named it one of the greatest metal albums of all time, which I definitely would not disagree with. It was re-released in 2007 with several bonus tracks and some altered cover art. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into the 2000s here. There was a bit of a hiatus because uh, the next album, just called Strappy Young Lad, so a self-titled, uh, recorded in... Between September and October of 2002, 
and finally was released on February 11th. Was that the second album they released on February 11th? I think it is. Uh, 2003. So this song, again, saw all of them come back. Uh, a bit of a hiatus. He emphasized that he was not forcing his product upon fans to generate record sales, arguing that his band and its contract with Century was never a lucrative endeavor. So there's a lot of big gaps between these strapping albums because in the middle of all of these, he's also doing solo albums, which I'll probably do a separate episode for just his solo stuff because there is a lot more just straight-up Devin Townsend records than there are strapping records. So there is a lot of things going on here. Let's go ahead and go into... One thing about interesting about this album, almost every song has like a one-word... A lot of them do. Let's play. Uh, let's play aftermath. So here we go. Here's a clip from the self-titled album. And there is nothing like Gene Hoagland on drums. Let's skip ahead again. Let's go a little bit. There you have it. Uh, this, this album is probably... Might be on the lower end of my uh, preferences for strapping albums. Uh, like I was saying, it's very it was a very complicated time for uh, for Devin Townsend. A lot of things going on in his life. I learned a lot of him about because he over the pandemic, Devin started doing a lot of uh, podcasts, like really long episodes based specifically on an album. So there were a lot of like little things that I heard in there, and a lot of what he was describing. Uh, which definitely could not have been easy to deal with. Um, so let's go right into the next album, uh, possibly their most known, maybe. Um, Alien uh, is the fourth studio album by Strapping Lad. It was recorded in between August and November of 2004. This one took a long time to record. Uh, finally came out March 22nd, 2005. Let's go ahead. Uh, oh, the previous album, uh, SYL, was the first to pop up on the Billboard's like heat-seeking chart. It was the first charting album. It's, I think it premiered at 97. Um, this album, Alien, actually went all the way to 32 on the Heat Seekers charts and number 35 on the top independent albums chart, which is definitely unheard of for this scene. Um, it would, I think it would be even more shocking now if a band did that because the chart is just flooded with, with pop and like hip hop and, and rap artists. It's like, it seems to be the only thing that ever gets charted, uh, these days. So when a metal band, especially an extreme metal band, kind of like this cracks into that list, uh, it is definitely shocking. This album considerably longer than the previous ones coming in at 54 minutes, 45 seconds, uh, this is just this is an uh, an amazing album. You have really really awesome songs like Shitstorm, 
love, possessions, two weeks. Um, let's just go, you know what, let's just do the most famous one just so everybody uh, gets a, a nice sense of the album. Uh, this is Love. Continuing the trend, let's go ahead and jump ahead into the song and see what else we got. go uh again continuing the trend all of the lyrics and all of the music was composed by devin himself uh he is has for the majority of his career always had that kind of singular thing where he just has to write his own stuff and he does not like performing things that he did not write uh i think through some recent stuff now he's kind of opened up uh with i think was his new album coming out called the puzzle that one almost entirely was crafted through a collaboration with other people so haven't heard any of that yet i know it's coming out i think october maybe maybe the end of this month i'm not sure um so uh, this album also is kind of the first kind of foray where there's a lot of melody put into it um the devon's main kind of production style is what's called as the wall of sound where there is just layers upon layers upon layers of sounds going on uh, within all of the music. So it's like just getting blasted in the face by sound. And that is a style that he did on his, his solo stuff and strapping uh, was a big part of that as well. So let's move on to the fifth album by strapping and glad also their final album from that century media five album deal. Uh, Devin was done. He knew he was going to be done with this band. He wanted to move on uh, because the style, he was just not for him anymore. He said he couldn't just quite get it anymore so the new black is the last album it was recorded in 2006 uh at some point in 2006 and then released july 11th 2006 as well uh, it had one single called wrong side let's go ahead and just skip to the reception uh it sold more than 4,000 copies during its first week the new black reached number 200 on the billboard 200 chart number 15 top independent albums and number eight on the top heat seekers charts not sure what the difference between Heat Seekers and like Billboard list is. Uh, interesting. So this one, also a lot of big uh, songs for them. Decimator, Anti-Product, Monument, Wrong Side, uh, Almost Again. Uh, you know what? I'm going to – let's play Almost Again. So this is, this is definitely their most melodic and softer album. But there's definitely still heavy stuff in here. But just to get some, uh, you know – variety in here let's go ahead and play almost again here's a little clip 
Okay, my internet just decided to shit the bed at the moment. So I'm just going to reboot that. Uh, it was fairly wi widely uh, well-reviewed. Positive album, or positive reviews for this album. Let me skip ahead. God, this is really frustrating. I'm on the, I'm using an older phone. Here we go. go there's a little clip of almost again uh one of their most popular songs excuse me drop the phone uh this is a shorter album than the last one coming in at 42 minutes and 43 seconds and yep this this is the last hurrah for strapping young lad it would be a very very long time before Devin ever performed a strapping young lad song uh live in concert uh when he did one of his recorded shows uh, i can't remember what they were called but he actually had jed simon come on and they played a couple songs and almost every set he did during the pandemic when he would do the web shows, he did at least like one or two strapping songs. So I think he's kind of finally opened up to it a little bit and embraced a little bit of uh, of the past. And as I can see, this episode has gone just as long as my previous one. I am very sorry. When I do the eventual Devin Townsend episode, it's it's going to be much longer because there is a whole lot more to go over. But I want to thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Wow, that sure was a great episode, huh, gang? If you liked what you heard, and why wouldn't you, interact with us on social media. Follow us at TNJUniverse on Instagram. That's TNJUniverse. Or find us individually at SandmanRios on Instagram and ZeroSignal316 on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you next time. Fuck yeah! <laughs>